Alright troops, gonna give a quick heads up that what you're about to pipe in your lugs is the glacier ramblings of twa numpties needs us. So I didn't complain, I've tell you. Enjoy the brobrich nicht and nicht and didn't be a fear we're bearing, alright? Welcome to Brother Date Mailbag Edition. Mailbag Edition. That's how I would do it. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. Everyone, I'm Matthew. Do you remember? I'm I'm a host on this show. <laughs> Are you feeling a little unseen? I don't know. No one sent any mail asking who's singing or anything lately. It's because we do the new, uh-huh. we do the new theme. Well, you haven't done anything fancy recently. <laughs> Uh, you mean variously that, uh, uh, fucking Uncle John and, um, the Magic Cloaks. Well, there hasn't been a new Magic Cloak jam since before the (laughs) Arsenal of Freedom. (laughs) God, that's true. Think about that. Jesus, that was a long time ago. The song that asked the question, how long until Arsenal of Freedom? Too long? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's a mailbag, though. We're going to do all of your important mails. All, all the news that's fit to twit. Someone's probably said yeah. that before, right? I'm sure someone has. All right. Do you want to bang it? Do it. I'll bang it. I'll bang it right now, yeah, but it's just going to be grossness. I know. I know what it's going to be. Bing.com. Uh, meantime... <laughs> You're a little feisty today. All the news that's... It hasn't come up in the auto thing yet. Fit... To twit. Nah, I see. Fit, I see someone. The straight up said fit to tweet. Idiots. TM 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 that to infinity. TM and beyond to infinity and beyond TM. Yeah, that's another one we own. That's fine. Um, yeah, let's jump right into the fucking mailbag, huh? Mailbag by brother date. Uh, we need another one that's the sound of a bag closing. Does that sound like anything? Mm. What kind of what? What's fabric? Is it like a like a canvas? I feel like bag? a mail bag is canvas and it closes by like tightening a rope that's a drawstring. Uh, I don't know. Do you still have one of those old navy bags? We could use that. <sighs> I do. I do not. Uh, not one of Dad's ones. I I bought one. Well, let's use that then. And it's black. Well, well, you'll be able to tell from the audio that it's black. It doesn't have a drawstring as the trouble. What? <clears throat> they don't close with a drawstring. They close with a bunch of eyelets that go over a hook and then a... Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, go over a... Well, Navy I don't, I don't bag was a bad idea. That, yeah. yeah. <sighs> let's have to buy a mailbag. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, on the 10th, Shannon wrote in, at brother date, at Marjan Rafat. Don't worry. I'll be book reporting Bridge to Terabithia. Yeah. Now, I will skip ahead for you. That book report is not yet in. That's okay. Sometimes it, it takes a little bit of time. Uh, they got yeah. another project these days. <laughs> they do. Um, I never read that. I was nah, never me either, forced so. to. 
is all going to be news to me unlike where the red fern grows and my brother Sam is dead. Yes, I I remembered um very little of either of those. Uh certainly not about all the killing. I didn't remember yeah. all the killing. Yeah. Uh also on the 10th, uh Marjan wrote at brother date and it's a retweet mm. of a tweet from someone called B-boy Booyah base, but I don't think that's how Booyah base is spelled. <laughs> I like and that we're we are attributing this cor- correctly. Well, I, listen, the tweet is half shark, half man, fighting evil. That's the plan, huh? and it is itself a retweet of a tweet that says okay. Street Sharks premiered twenty five years ago today, September seventh, nineteen ninety four, and that was by nineties maniacs. Oh, okay. And it is, um, I guess maybe this is the, uh, the tweet is just the opening credits to Street Sharks. Well, let's hear the song. We can't watch it. This isn't on News Channel 9 or whatever, so we'll, we'll just have to listen. Uh, all right, well, hang on. Oh, okay. Oh, were you not set up for that? That's okay, then. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta start reading Twitter on the iPad. I think that's the way to go here, because then I can just click on these fucking links. Street Sharks. Street Sharks is one of those great ideas from the 90s when after the Ninja Turtles came out, everyone went, so what's next? Yeah. They love turtles, they love sharks too. All right, let's have a little of this here Street Sharks intro after maybe a commercial for a bump I got a lot of notes. <laughs> yeah, uh, boy, me too. Let's start with this. That show had to be 19 minutes after commercials, and a whole minute of it is that theme song. Uh, and just listening to it, I realized how much of it is drowned out by sound effects. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard very little of it, clearly. <laughs> it's kind of insane. When I was watching it, I seemed to understand what was happening. But when I was just listening, I was like, God damn, there's a lot of sound effects in this theme song. But I did catch that they are half shark and half man, which they felt the need to point out. Yeah, that's right. Also, they're a new breed, and the uh, the other residents of the neighborhood are unsure about these new people moving in. Yeah, but that's okay, because they're chewing on on evil with all their (laughs) might. I don't know. I know that they bite, and they fight, (laughs) and they stand for everything right. And then the saxophone break. Uh, That was like the most written by committee theme song I've ever heard. I, not only that, but the, I mean, the chorus is street sharks, street <laughs> sharks, street sharks. Like, hey, guys, you couldn't think of any, like, the Ninja Turtles theme song, they do say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a, a lot, bunch yeah, of times, yeah. but they they spend multiple verses explaining the concept. They even introduce you to the, the Ninja Turtles. I don't know if I was that introduced to any of the specific street sharks. I, I don't think so, but honestly, most of that first verse I could not make out. Yeah, that's true. 
So uh, yeah, that was in the same vein of things like uh, biker mice from Mars or the mummies um, from fifteen twenty five <laughs> BC. Yes, the, what it specifically reminds me of is T Rex. Yes, T Rex is another one about <laughs> gangster dinosaurs. Yeah, it's like a gangland Chicago, but they're... They're uh, all dinosaurs. You get it. They're all dinosaurs. This doesn't need to be explained. It's uh, T-Rex. Um, yeah, so for some reason they thought, well, no, I don't know why I say for some reason. It's what happens every time. One thing was a success, and then they went, let's bite it as hard as we can and hope somebody watches it. So, uh, Hang on, let's... Uh, street Sharks. Let's get a little of that. T-Rex? Yeah. I hope this plays. Oh. When the giant go low. I understand that even less. I can't believe they paid Louis Armstrong to do that. The Casio keyboardness of that was hateful. <laughs> It was so hateful. Why couldn't they just use some real instruments? I don't know, man. This guy, the whole thing has got a, uh, the American Rabbit vibe. <laughs> Nothing has that vibe. I have fucking nightmares about the American Rabbit yeah, to this that day. That was pretty bad. That's pretty hard to think about and watch. Uh, I did not I now think I ever saw one minute of Street Sharks. No, me neither. When Marjan showed it to me, I, I was... I will say, I saw lots of episodes of T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> I was simultaneously completely unsurprised. By its existence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and also, yes, I had never seen even a, a frame of it. And by the way, I felt, a frame... I felt like I had maybe heard the name Street Sharks. A frame of it would have constituted, I think, about uh, 150th of the episode, because that was some real Hanna-Barbera <laughs> animation. <laughs> That's true. They held their frames. Yeah. By the way, just watching that T-Rex intro, it appeared that it was not five dinosaurs. It was five T-Rexes in slightly different shades of green. <laughs> That's going to be so, so hard to keep keep fucking straight. Yeah. You must have had to watch a lot of it to get a feel. Because, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe oh. there's a second verse where they int- give all their names and introduce their personalities. It's like when you... Who leads and who does machines, etc. Which one is a party dude? It's like it's like when you watch a Twice video for the first time and you go, I don't know who all these ladies are. But I need a <laughs> song not- that introduces the ladies. Buddy, not the first time. <laughs> How about every twice video and also several hour and a half long appearances on Running Man? It doesn't help that they're always changing their look. So they come back and, you know, if you did remember, you wouldn't anymore. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. um, So thanks, Marjan. Street Sharks. That's a good one. (laughs) Ordinarily, we go to the mummy from 1525 BC or Biker Mice from Mars, of course. They are the mummies from 1525 BC. Very specific. And Something about the Pharaoh teen. They've come to uh, save the Pharaoh teen, I think. What does is there a teen Pharaoh? Now why? there's a teen Pharaoh in the now times. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? I don't know why, but the, they had to get the mummies to come the bodyguards. Yeah. Or uh, you know, did gargoyles have a theme? Oh, I mean, probably. I know it had it had the voices of Star All Trek, all of the cast of TNG, <laughs> of many Star Trek people. Let's, Let's see. I assume it had a theme. Another full minute, by the way. God. One thousand years ago. Okay. Superstition and the sword ruled. Oh. It was a time of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of gargoyles. The 1960s? Stone by day. 
We were betrayed by the humans we had sworn to protect. Frozen in stone by a magic spell for a thousand years. Now here in Manhattan. The spell Wait. is broken. And we live again. Wait. Wait. I'm sorry, do you have an objection about this taking place in Manhattan? Yeah, they were supposedly frozen a thousand years ago. Yeah. Oh, did you not know that the Manhattan people had a (laughs) bunch of stone gargoyles? The people of the Manhattan Island who famously built all those gargoyles? Yeah, That's right. They were one of those gargoyle cultures, one of the eastern seaboard gargoyle peoples. Sure, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they're completely separate from the the mound-building peoples. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe if you watch the pilot, you find out that uh, someone had them shipped over from Europe or something. I have so many problems with this one, too. Okay, so... Uh, first of all, humans are the bad guys in this, right? Betrayed by the oh, humans, yeah. but they gotta be magic humans. It was a magic spell. Yeah. Also, they've set up a oh, scenario. Oh, they're living gargoyles, so, like, what do you want? They set up a scenario where the plot can only take place at night, because they're yes. stoned during the day. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Oh, no, the sun's coming up. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to resume this in a little while, guys. Let's get All right, we'll get, we'll get back on it tonight. See ya. Let's get back to our purchase. Fucking I gotta go sit on a bank. <laughs> but I like that that wasn't a theme song at all. They have to make the whole theme exposition. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's more. Some, there's a four and a half minute version. What? Or, uh, oh, here's a Gargoyles Meets Metal. Let's have a little taste of this. This is this guy's deal, by the way. Something needs metal. Uh, without the sense, it's not doing anything the for me. The Trans-Siberian Orchestra has never sounded so bad. I've got to have uh, I got to have black mages. I can't do that. That's right. Whatever that was, <laughs> you got to have. Maybe I'm a lion. <sighs> Don't do it. There's no reason even to play it. No you one will understand what you and I specifically. <laughs> uh, they'll understand as soon as they hear it. <laughs> well, that's true. Very on the nose. <laughs> Gets in and out with that part in five fucking seconds. Yeah. You know, this sounds like any generic stage from Dynasty. I was going to forward a couple of minutes trying to find some organ. Ah, this song's nothing. It, it all sounds like Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. Um, thanks, Marjan. Yes, much appreciated. Um, uh, send us more. On uh, September 11th, never forget, Ryan wrote, at brother date, I'm so far behind. <laughs> That's because he thought we were canceled. Oh, yeah. He thought we were that canceled for doing a it. while, and then he figured out he had just somehow unsubscribed. Somehow. Man, what if we just do? I mean, it's not that I haven't thought about it. On the 13th, uh, you must have been experiencing some heat because you sent in mm. <clears throat> uh, a tweet 
saying uh, at Brother Date, I'm so glad I didn't live here in 2012. And apparently that was because it was 99 damn degrees that day. Oh, well, not just that and day. And 2012 was the last time you hit 100 degrees. Yeah, and then there's a chart that's attached to it that shows all the highest max temperatures, and they all from 2012, bro. Uh, yeah. They just... Uh, all of the top eight are from 2012. They're like end of June, early July. Apparently that heat wave sucked. Uh, but there's nothing on this chart earlier than 2010. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's been a bad decade there in Nashville. Yep. It's been very hot this summer. It it's, was still, I think, high 80s today, and it's going to be 90s again tomorrow. And uh, it's almost... I know it's hot there, too, but we've never, yes. we haven't had any breaks. It's, it's, it's been nonstop. No, and we've had, a lot, we've had a lot of breaks. We've had a lot of nice weather all throughout the summer. Yeah. It's just that, uh, yeah, today and tomorrow it's over 90, but hopefully for the last time. Uh, but you know that that shit still happens in October. Every single yeah. year in the Bay Area, I was always like, all right, maybe now it'll be over. And then, like, fucking no, October last, 21st. The last one that's 91 or something. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Another one pops up and you go, this is bullshit. At least, but at least it's, at least the sun goes down at, like, 6. And then you're like, all right, so there's a long time for it to cool off before I try to sleep. Yeah. Uh, at least here, when it goes away, it mostly goes away. But it has not gone away yet. It's just hanging on. Yep. That's no good. That's uh, that's some of that good weather talk. What's that humidity like there too? It's fucking. It's always gross and fucking sweaty as shit. I go out to like pick Marjan up at ten or eleven at night, and it's still just a big old fucking swamp, swamp, right swamp now, party in my pants. Right now, I've got ninety-five. Feels like ninety-five. Twenty-two percent humidity. All right. Well, I'll check right now. Uh, this thing says, "Oh, it's down to eighty-one. This was a nice day." Uh, humidity only 31, so this is like the nicest day in a long time, but tomorrow, yeah. back up into the 90s. Uh, no, it looks like this is the hottest day it's going to be this week. 95 today, 91 tomorrow, 84 Thursday, and then Fucking 70s brag. after that. Yeah. I got I got Friday through Tuesday at least in the mid-90s. Uh, I'm sure it'll be, maybe it'll be real nasty when I'm out there with you in November. <laughs> I got well, it. Pro- probably I not. Hope I not. think you guys have more seasons than that. <laughs> yes, we do get a short fall. We should, we should have one. I think it was uh, the day I was born. It was a pretty hot day. I don't remember. I think mom mom always says it was like upper eighties or ninety that day. That's just legend. It is legend. I mean, it's not one of the better data. legends. I could look it up. It's not like one of the all time legends. It was sort of hot the day I was born. Ronald Reagan was elected. November four. It's true. You got two things on your day. It was kind of hot, and also Ronald Reagan was elected. That's pretty good. That is true. Uh, hmm. uh it was at least eighty-five. That's pretty good for, for November. This, this chart's not showing the what's the high. It looks like uh, eighty-six in San Jose on my birthday Damn. for November fourth. That's uh, that's hot. That is warm. So, yeah, <laughs> meh, meh. <laughs> I so here's the thing, I don't I don't want to complain because I don't know if you rem- if this is how you remember it, but in the '90s, yeah, every summer it seemed like there were a couple days over 110. Yeah, there were some there were some nasty times. Like I I distinctly remember in Campbell would be like, oh, it's 114 today. It was the worst of times. 
and it hasn't hit 110 here where I live in wait, wait, wait. just years. Wait, wait, wait. There was a year. I mean, there was a day or two in 2017 that was so insanely hot that in Mountain View it was 110. Uh, and it was yeah, so miserable, yeah. I had to sleep in the living room because that's where our portable AC was hooked up. And I slept on a little air mattress in the living room. And Marjan slept on mm. the couch. And then we tried to escape and go to San Francisco because we're like, well, it's got to be cooler up there. And it was like 100 <laughs> in San Francisco, but it was much worse because nobody has air conditioning in San Francisco. And nobody knows what the fuck to do. We would go into restaurants and it would be just as hot as it was outside. And we'd be like, what? Why, why did we come here? This is worse. Yeah, you should should have gone to Santa Cruz. But that was the worst day that I remember for the five years we were back in California. Maybe I'm a lion. <laughs> On the 14th, Shannon writes, at brother date, uh, it's probably a little surprise that our music preferences rarely align. Mm. Uh, she did she did used to like that song, Drops of Jupiter by Trump. <laughs> That's so mean. Like it's dangerous. Look, I, I get it. Talk about doxing someone. Holy she shit! She was calling out our ancient history on the last murder we pod too, oh. talking about how I only had to buy one textbook. <laughs> That's true. You walked out with the one. It made her mad. I like how Barry wasn't she having she it. Though. Buy twelve Steinbeck. No, no, Barry was not having <laughs> it. All. Like, he does not think an English degree is anything. Apparently, yeah. It was. I was actually worried for how that was going. Yeah, uh, but I hope they are still married. I was sitting there going, we'll "Don't say that. No, don't say that." <laughs> He seems like he might be a little bit of a shit disturber. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but one of uh, my favorite parts of the podcast is when a song comes on that I love, and at Deerham Sandwich starts screaming at it angrily. Well, it, but to be fair, if it's during the '90s Power Hour, there's just so much to hate. So if so, I mean, like, if you look at the list, the '90s Power Hour list, which I assume is what we're talking about, because that's where we usually do our music talk these days. Uh, I don't know. Everything after like the top twelve is is pretty hateable. It is true, and then the thing you have to remember is that we moved from a street where there were a lot of kids and we mostly played outside mm. to a street where the only other kids suck, and we figured <laughs> that out real quick. Yeah, we did. And so we were Day indoor one. kids, <laughs> deeply indoor kids in the nineties, and the radio was always on. Yeah. From sunup to 11 p.m. Yep. In that house from, I'm going to say, 1993 to 1999. Something like that. Whenever KOME went off the air, basically. We tried right. a couple of stations after that, and none of them took. So, you formed your opinions about these songs a long time ago mm. during the fundamental and formative years of your adolescence. Yeah. And uh, they're still rattling around in there because you heard all of these songs you hate a lot of times. That was the real problem. Uh, whoever was programming the fucking playlists at KOME did not care about variety as much as they should have. It was no. like, I thought this was the alternative station. Are we worried about airplay? Is this a top like, 40? Uh, hey, it's far behind. Again. <laughs> yeah, like I heard this an hour ago, a literal hour ago. I got to hear it now. Why? So, yes, so when you've heard some of these songs thousands of times, or at least parts of them before you get sick of it and turn it off or whatever, uh, yeah, it, it's, it sticks around. But also, the songs still suck. I mean, like, just objectively. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is that uh, uh, Shannon was not living in a house with siblings, 
And so if she liked a song, there was no one to tell her, are you, are you an idiot? That song sucks. <laughs> Which is, of course, what happens nearly Which 100% of the time. <laughs> a super important part of growing up yes. is that you decide together on what you're allowed to like and what you're not. Yes, there are many things and that you your first instinct is, hey, this is pretty good. And then someone else is making a vomit face. And you go, yeah, this, is, this isn't good. I hate this. Right. <laughs> right. And so she could only get that like second or third hand, especially later in the 90s when uh, she was driving and I'd be in her car and I'd say, what, you like this song? What's wrong with you? What are you, yeah. dumb? It's one of the one of the wonderful ways in which family screws you up. <laughs> is it sometimes you're not allowed to like a thing that you instinctively like? I eventually came to feel very bad about all of it to the point where dad would be playing something very dumb and we'd start to mock him and then I'd have to loudly proclaim that there was no accounting for taste and we should leave him alone <laughs> and stop bullying our poor old dad. <laughs> yeah, it was vicious. It was him against all of us. It's true. Yeah, no one was on his side on most of that. Nah, even mom. I mean, even if she was around, she wasn't going to take his side. No, even when he got into the... listening to Poco or something, you know? Even when he got into the 90s stuff, even if it was a TLC or a No Doubt, we were still just like, nah, you missed it, old man. That's not it. <laughs> Why don't you go back to Buck Owens, dummy? Oh, oh God, he did like No Doubt, didn't he? Yeah, dude, he had the uh, Tragic Kingdom. He had that record. For him, it was just like, I don't know, I listened to Madness in the 80s. This is just an evolution of that <laughs> That's right. idea. Yep, sort of. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what songs he liked from that record, but he, he definitely played it. Uh, yeah, you're right. That is a big part of the experience, and it's haunted me to this day. Yeah. We're all, listen, we're all hurting each other all the time. That's right. And that's just how being alive is. Um, yeah, put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a little wordy, but hey. You could do a front and back thing, you know. Turn around and see yeah, the great conclusion to that. But the best back of a t-shirt is plus I got depression, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh on the 14th, Shannon also wrote, at Brother Date, still catching up and listening to a year-old episode in which you discuss uh, Schwarzenegger. Mm. My favorite part of his gubernatorial career is that his signature is on my BA. Oh, yeah. Uh, not a rare thing among Californians, of course. And I only call that out because she apologized for that typo in a minute. That's right. But in the UK, it gives me some cool cred. Boy, does it? Are they? Do they love the Schwartz? I don't know if anyone calls them that, but let's start. Do they love the Schwartz out there? I mean, so here's the thing. I thought it was hilarious at the time. Yes. Uh, well, and... the whole thing was such a shit show. I mean, from the moment that that race started, it was just him and porn stars and Gary Coleman. And, just, and you were just like, wow. Yeah. We're in it. Uh, and in retrospect, he wasn't that bad. Sure. He actually had political opinions and things like that. He's not even a bad uh, speech maker. Hmm. Uh, but it was, I do really feel like that was the first step down the road to Donald Trump. Yeah, there had been, you was know. Was that California election? Ronald Reagan was an actor, and that's the that's the famous one and everything, but I always got the feeling Ronald Reagan really just wanted to be a, a politician. Right, and he had been governor of California. Yeah. By the time he was elected president. So. And um, uh, I got the same feeling about Schwarzenegger, kind of. That this was a genuine ambition and not like a weird circus. Yeah, it may have been that the rest of the whole race after the recall election yeah. is is what made that super circusy. But God, yeah, it was. Remember when that guy egged him, and he took it so cool. I think that's what won him the whole thing. 
The guy oh, threw yeah, the egg on him. Egged, and he was like, he just took the jacket off an and egg. kept walking. He's like, puny egg is not going to hurt me. <laughs> it was like, all right, yeah. It was like when someone thinks they're gonna uh, score big points by uh, making John Cook get down on his knees <laughs> yeah. uh, to do the, to do a favor or whatever, and he just does it right away. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to think about politics, so I don't spend a lot of time thinking about Schwarzenegger's term. Uh, but I do know that he was... Scandal followed him because he liked the ladies, so... Yep. Yep. Uh, on the 16th, Marjan wrote in, uh, at Brother Date, this ruined my entire... This is a retweet. This ruined my entire day, and it is a music video by Marvin Gaye's son's music. <laughs> by Marvin Gaye's son, Marvin Gaye the <laughs> Third. Can't take my eyes off of you. It's uh, I. It's another one that would be good if we could show it visually because I don't know which is worse, the video or the song. They both have a I, lot of problems. Boy, so... So I'm going to play it, but I'm going to just let you know that the song is a, a lot like a novelty project. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a Rebecca Black level production. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, Anyway, let's have ugh. Marvin Gaye the third. Uh, my fucking search disappeared. Okay. Um, the video looks like it was shot just by a buddy with a camera. I think just a buddy with some regular ass fucking camera you can pick up at the fucking Best Buy or whatever. It it looks bad. It's grim. He's in a yellow shirt. I, where's the Where's the actual goddamn video? Mm, let me see if I can find it. Marvin. So it's not going to do any good if you find it unless you play it. Uh, oh, I was going to send it to you, but can you not do it from the uh, play it from the chat or whatever? Ah, fucking no. <laughs> I'll fix it before the next time we do All one right. of these mailbags because it's, it's irritating me now. Well, anyway, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You don't need to hear it. You won't be. You'll be worse for having heard it. It sucks. Does it? Does it suck so bad it got taken off of YouTube? No, I see it, it. I see it here. I just searched for Marvin Gaye III only on, on Bing. Sorry, on Google. Fake Bing. And uh, it's one of the video suggestions. It's, yeah, I can't take my eyes off you. With D-Extra. <laughs> <laughs> That's not real. D-Extra Wiley, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if that's better or worse. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, it's anyway, anyway, you can it sucks look this ass. video up. I, I, it's very bad. The video's bad. The song's bad. I had a long time. I sat with it for a while trying to figure out which was worse. It does indeed look like trash. Yeah. Um, he looks like trash. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, well, first of all, he doesn't look like Marvin Gaye. <laughs> no. So looks, enjoy that. Looks like kind of a, kind of a dumpy dude with some weird hair. It's not good. Uh, and then Marjan retweeted. She was really hot on the retweets this week. I, I, uh, I always encourage it, and just in case we don't have, in case, in case we're light in the bag. She tweeted a, a retweet that asked the question, how old were you when you realized Seals Kissed by a Rose, which I don't think is what it's called, Okay, uh, was about cocaine? You know, it's weird. We spent a lot of time with this song because it came out in the olden times and yeah. I always knew the lyrics were fucking weird. Yeah. But I guess I didn't consider them enough because I did not know it was about cocaine. Listen, he talks about snow a lot yes. in the song. So I understand why someone might think that. Let's 
let's have a little bit of this okay. song. Most of the responses to this tweet, by the way, were today years old. That's right, exactly. Too many times of this <laughs> round. Yes. There used to be a gray and tower alone on the sea. You became the light on the dark side of me. Love remains a drug that's higher now. Now see. But did you know that when it snows, my eyes become alive and the light that you shine can't be seen. If he's specifically comparing love to drugs. Wouldn't it seem to be a best song about love? Yeah, I feel like he's specifically now disqualifying it from being about drugs. Why would the song be about drugs if he says love remained a drug that's the high and not the pill? Whatever that means. But okay. There is a, there is a song, a magnetic field song called Love is Like a Bottle of Gin. Mm. That is mostly about what a bottle of gin is like. <laughs> okay. And and then at the end says love is like a bottle of gin, but a bottle of gin is not like love. The analogy is not necessarily the important part of the song. Correct. Okay. Uh, so he does he does say here uh, that uh, love remained a drug that's a high and not a pill, something like that. Yes. <laughs> so he is introducing the idea of drugs. Yeah, he's, he got into it quick. That was the third fucking line or whatever. But in this interpretation, or, you know what, let's open it up. In any interpretation of what this song means, what does there used to be a graying tower alone by the sea mean? <laughs> you know what, I have another maybe better question. Yeah. Uh, is this song also about cocaine? Give me a second. Oh, good. Um, The only thing I can think of for this graying tower line is that he, before he found... And you became the light on the dark side of me. Is that a lighthouse? Is the is the tower? Yes. Is it a lighthouse that shines on him? Is cocaine a lighthouse? The graying tower. <clears throat> no, okay, so the graying tower is him. By the way, the best part of this uh, thread is that someone <laughs> has put a screen cap in from Genius.com mm. where Seal himself has uh, left a comment on the lyrics saying, for 20 years I have avoided explaining what this song means. <laughs> Now wait, how do we know it's Seal himself? Can you have like he's verified? So they have artists verified. Uh, yeah, I guess so. In case people are real petty and want to go in and make sure everyone knows exactly what their interpretation is or whatever. Yeah, that's not what I meant, David. Maybe that can give a real sarcastic uh, response. Like I'm trying, Jennifer. <laughs> trying, Jennifer. <laughs> uh. I'm sorry. Did, does the graying tower the graying mean anything tower, to you? So he is—he's the graying tower. He's a lighthouse, but the lights—the lights going out. The lights dim until he found either <laughs> love or drugs. Okay, and then, and when it snows, his eyes, your eyes become large, and the light that they shine can be seen. Yeah, either he's high on the drugs or the baby. Love. I compare you to a kiss from the Ooh, rose. This is much better than hearing it. <laughs> Ooh, the more I get of you, the stranger it feels, yeah. Now that your rose now. is in bloom, <laughs> light, it's the gloom on the, on gray. the gray. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Matthew, is this song also about cocaine? Come on, play. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad it's not playing. You're having technology. And now an ad. <laughs> Ooh. Endless shrimp. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Thank you. We're seven Gary three. Wait, that is exactly the place where we would introduce ourselves. <laughs> right as we were about to start. Is right just right after that opening real tinny shit guitar, <laughs> and then right before it kicks in, thank you, we're seven Gary three, and then we just go. That is so exactly correct. Yep. Uh, she calls me Goliath and I wear the David mask. Right. Anyway, the reason I ask is because there is a balance between two worlds, <laughs> one with a narrow way across. Right. Uh, regardless, regardless of the balance. Of the thing that I, <laughs> regardless of the thing I just brought up. It's not important. Regardless it's not important. Don't, just forget I brought it up. Uh, regardless of that thing, uh, that, life that has is become the, cumbersome. That's the version of the Running Man quiz game where the producer will start a very complicated quiz question, and then the but the question will just be, is the coin I flip heads going to be heads or tails? <laughs> I, for the first time we heard that, an eyebrow raised, and we went, what? Hold on, what? Why'd you say it, then? <laughs> what do you mean, regardless? I didn't bring me, it up. You brought it up. I want to, let me introduce a, uh, an idea, a concept, a theme for you. There's a balance between two worlds. Right, 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 right. One with a narrow way across or bridge across. I forget what the exact line okay. is. I always thought he said uh, anyway, one with an arrow and a cross, but that's good to know. Okay. And Anyway, uh, regardless of the balance, <laughs> uh, life has become cumbersome. You know the balance. I just talked about it. <laughs> the thing I just introduced. Regardless of that, life is. That's a fun. real think about it. Yeah. That's a real. I just know it. Oh, and it, that one goes on the all-time list of uh, insane lyric choices. The regardless part. I mean, what does the very first part of this song means? She calls me Goliath, and I wear the David mask. Right. I guess the stones are coming too fast for her now. He wanted to have uh, like a cool idea. Like, but I, he I understand didn't that have he is. One. He is invoking the story of David and Goliath, uh-huh. or alternately, maybe the biblical cartoon show Davy and Goliath. Oh, that's yeah, that would be a good one. I don't know. He, he didn't say he was wearing the Davy mask, um, <laughs> good. but in the Seven Gary Three version, we probably will say one that. of us will be wearing the Davy mask. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, Dave. As you were playing that first verse, I thought, this has not become druggy, but also, just like 25 years ago, I don't know what it's about. I still don't know. I think he wanted to have a cool idea and was like, oh, wouldn't that be like a cool, that'd be a cool analogy or whatever, but then like he couldn't, there was nothing behind it. I mean, I feel like the whole song is around is about the court. Let's play, let's hear a little more. Yeah. 
ancient now, plants. Now, that line is, resurrect those bridges. With an ancient I always glance. thought it was witches. <laughs> With an ancient glance. You know what kind. The same kind that fucking made those gargoyles. Uh, I was sure wish he'd pronounce it ancient. <laughs> That's the best way to pronounce that word. The same thing that had got those gargoyles a thousand years ago is what he's talking about. So it's still not very cocaine-y. No. It's still uh, pretty much just... Uh, my my girlfriend left me. Yeah, and and now I don't think life is worth living. Here are some broken metaphors. Enjoy. Here is a fucking scattergun uh, metaphor. <laughs> Do any of these mean anything to you? Just hey, uh, I'm invoking here. Here come some bridges, guys. I know we were just doing uh, David and Goliath. This is a different one, one minute ago. One minute. All right, but okay. I'm sorry. I'm one minute and eleven seconds in, and there's an intro. Okay, but regardless uh, of that, though. But regardless, regardless of that, of that. <laughs> I got some other ideas. Maybe some of these will be important. Stone face can't seem to break her down. She remembers bridges, climbs into the ground. Really sounded like bridges. <laughs> It does say, uh, but also she remembers bridges and burns them to the ground. Uh-huh. What does that mean? Yeah, you know, that's her power. When she remembers something, it burns. You get it. Man, it's- he's got an old stone face and she remembers bridges. <laughs> it is about gargoyles. It is about gargoyles, damn it. Is this the gargoyles theme song? Was this dude, sm- he was probably smoking a lot of weed in the afternoon and watching gargoyles and he was like, <laughs> ah, is that Commander Riker? What the hell is going on? I don't know what's going on, but it's giving me some ideas. They're not good ones. Anyway, too heavy, too light, too black, or too white. Too wrong or too right. Today or tonight. That's the part that he wrote the song about. <laughs> Thank you, we're 7 Gary 3. Cumbersome. Too rich or too poor, she's wanting me less and I'm wanting no more. The bitter taste is cumbersome. No, 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 no. God, tell us about the balance. I gotta know about this fucking balance. I gotta... Oh, I'm sorry. First, we got some more of this. This is a song, by the way, where the bass never stops doing things, and it is not effective in any way. (laughs) Oh, this sounds important. We're finally getting to the crux of this. Oh, you're right. An arrow and a cross. okay. Okay, this is gonna get good. Wait. What? Life has become uh, it sounded like he got to the point, and then he did. Anyway, there uh, used to be a graying tower alone by the sea. Reminded me of that because I don't understand that <laughs> metaphor at all. Like- and um, here is the song for metaphors that don't land. Mm. Yeah. I fucking love that song. It's so good and so bad. And this badness really boosts its goodness. It's bad, see, it's, it's bad, but it's earnest. It's so and, earnest. 
It's extremely earnest. So not only are all the metaphors bad and This mixed, guy thinks he's fucking nailing it. That's yes. what's good about it. Well, and he growls every lyric like, this is going to be the coolest thing anyone's ever heard on the radio. Uh, but, not only are all the metaphors bad and stupid and don't match. Well, they're all unfinished. But like the very core of the song, he chose the word cumbersome and he shouldn't have. Because I don't think he yes. knows what it means or how to use it. I don't well, think it works. I don't think it sounds I wanna, good. I mean, I think if you had gone up to someone in, let's say, 1992, just a few years before this In Virginia? Drop, in, let's, let's say in Virginia, <laughs> okay. and said, hey, in a few years, there's going to be a minor hit that contains the line, the bitter taste is cumbersome. <laughs> uh, that person would say, uh, nah, it's not going to... That's not gonna happen. But they say is that like a, it's like a jizz joke. <laughs> is that is that about jizz? You talking about sperms? The bitter this, taste has uh, come for some. Is that what he's doing? In the taxonomy of pop music, mm. this song is firmly in the "I'm so hot for her and she's so cold" category. Oh, she's so cold. She's so cold. She's so cold. It's like an Arctic zone. Yeah, um, boy, boy, is that a song that it it is absolutely profits you nothing to listen. Like if you've already heard that song, the version that is in your head is better. Talking about absolutely, do not go back and listen to that. (laughs) Talking about drugs, I don't know if the song was about drugs, but I don't think anyone's ever been higher (laughs) while making while recording a song. If you listen to that, they're all fucked up. Like there is nothing about that song that makes any sense at all. And Mick Jagger gives the laziest vocal performance I've ever heard. Uh, I guess let's hear it. Just a running theme on this show is the Rolling Stones uh, had that like wrote really good songs and then did the worst conceivable version. And then of they them. got on drugs and stopped writing good songs. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. She's so cold. She's so cold. Like, fuck you. Oh boy! And so now I'm extremely tempted to click on "She's So Cold" remastered because <laughs> it can only be better. I guess, yeah. Could you remaster a song worse? Let's find out. Oh come on! At this point, the song is very much like center field. <laughs> yes, it's very hokey and empty. about thinking you nailed it wait a minute hold on a second there's background singing in this song (laughs) talk about thinking you nailed it these guys fucking partied for 36 hours after this like they had just won the fucking super bowl (laughs) this is the worst song okay i'm the burning bush an inappropriate biblical metaphor. <laughs> That's okay. It does uh, that. By the way, the burning bush not about sex in any way. No, the bush wasn't burning because it wanted like um, anyone in the Bible or anything. That was the <laughs> freakiest thing an ancient Jew could think of for God to have just presented Himself to Moses as a burning bush, and that was it. Yep. That guy was like, "Can you believe it?" He wasn't like, "Can you believe I thought of this? A burning bush?" Oh, Moses, let me see what's under that fucking robe. Let's follow that right up with I'm a burning fire uh-huh. as opposed to any other kind of fire. Right. I'm the bleeding volcano. 
Yeah, that don't make any sense. That's nothing. What? Yeah, no, this was a real. <laughs> What's any of that? This was a boom, boom, pow. But they were again heavily. We're fucking thirty-eight medicated. seconds in, and they wasted twenty-five of them uh, playing center field. <laughs> put me in. Coach. They just never became. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. <laughs> There's no clapping. <laughs> uh, oh man. Uh, anyway, that's all you need to hear. Yeah, it's, it's like that. I'm a, a, I'm a burning bush. I'm the burning fire. I'm the bleeding volcano. It gets repetitive to a point of stupidity, and then stays repetitive for three minutes after that. Yeah, honestly, this song is four minutes and fourteen seconds long. Insane. It's insane. They have so little to say. It's crazy they made it that long. <laughs> uh, well, I told you about the time Marjan and I went to the artsy theater and watched the. Uh, Sympathy for the Devil, and the, all, yeah. the, all the scenes where they're making music are just fabulous because Mick Jagger is sure that everything he's doing, it's the first time anyone's heard of it. It's fucking revolutionary. He can't understand why no one else is ex- as excited as he is. He's fucking lazily hitting a fucking bongo and looking around like, look what I'm look what I'm doing! Look at this yeah, art! Look, uh, I Apparently, I have taken the position in the world as the Rolling Stones' worst critic, harshest <laughs> critic. Yep. Uh, I have a real fondness for them. I like, I like them. them better than the Beatles. I always have. It's just, it's it's so bad to listen to. <laughs> and the version in your mind is always better. Yeah. Like, no matter what song, Jumpin' Jack Flash, uh, Gimme Shelter, whatever you're thinking of, like, whatever, oh, that's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Just leave it at that. Yeah. Don't go back and listen to it, because then you'll be like, that's not, though. Better to remember it and possibly burn it to the ground. What's the best Rolling Stone song? Uh... Uh, connection <laughs> okay great <laughs> it does have a very interesting musical device yeah i couldn't decide between that and like 19th nervous breakdown oh uh, yeah that is another one i like although that is best played by the pride of the spartans the san jose state university marching band mm. at halftime oh we got to talk about them okay oh <laughs> yeah i guess we do don't we <laughs> Just don't remember the Rolling Stones. Hello, I'm Paul Anka. In case you accidentally burn them to the ground, like the lady with the powers. <laughs> Just don't do it. I'm very careful about what bridges I remember. Good. Yeah, it's not as good as I thought. I mean, just listen to how badly the drums are recorded. <laughs> well, it's pretty elementary for sure. <laughs> Why is the tambourine doing way more? Uh, anyway, uh, I, I actually don't think that's a bad choice, but how how shitty is that song? A competent recording of that would fucking rock ass. <laughs> fucking well, crush like, people. So it's, again, it starts halfway through the chorus, which I think is very cool. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, but then a minute later, it's just like, everything is going <laughs> in the wrong direction. <laughs> the tambourine was working twice as hard as the drum. It's just like, what's <laughs> happening? There's a bass guitar in this band. You can it's so low in the mix it almost doesn't exist. And as here. with all Rolling Stones recordings, there are multiple missed notes in that one where you hear it in yep. the back and you go, "Nope, mm, that wasn't the one." Yep, 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 yep. Uh, yeah, good old Rolling Stones. Thanks, Seal. I know that this is probably the fifth time we've, in fact, <laughs> yeah. from Seal to Seven Mary Three to the Rolling Stones, we've done that is, one. 
I think we've taken that exact trajectory. Yeah. And you know what? We will again. Yep. Thanks. Thank you, Seal, for doing that. Ah. Um, and I will say that when I had uh, that Seven Mary Three lyric uh, video up, mm. YouTube was suggesting for me uh, Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. Which we already... The, I, and I turned off autoplay <laughs> as soon as I saw <laughs> we that. We did a deep, deep dive on that already. It's uncomfortable to watch or listen to. It's actually a but, song and music video about murdering ladies. That is correct. Yeah. Um, but our next tweet from Shannon on the 18th is at Brother Date. You often talk about YouTube suggesting awful videos. Oh, yeah. Try using these settings options slash options to make the algorithm work better for you. Maybe you already do, but being vigilant with them has helped me control what comes up on my account and the one I use for the kid. And then she has, you'll have to check this it's out because she has circled a bunch of options. Yeah, I have not bothered to do it. Uh, it's probably a good idea to do it. Yeah, is it uh, is it not? Is it should be clear from the fact that I couldn't find a way to make that Marvin Gaye the third <laughs> video play that I have did not put any work in ahead of doing this. No. So, thank you for the suggestions. I may choose some of them, but frankly, what you don't know is that after we finish this podcast, usually I just spend an hour playing whatever's on that thing yep. at Matt aggressively, so we can have a shared experience. That's usually yep. a bad one. <laughs> often bad. Yeah. Also often uh, much funnier than the actual content of this podcast. Yeah, you guys should hear that. That'd be a, that's the good one. You're missing the good one. That is the good you one. You should fucking try to podjack and get in. Uh, You sent in... Oh, it was me. Uh, uh, some, Did it again. Some links to what I, suge- what I suspect is a new Bill Simmons podcast. Yeah, okay, so it's the, called The Hottest Take, and it's like a six or seven minute podcast, like every week. And oh, okay. they have been in my Google Docs. They had just been in there looking at my notes, my ideas about things, my <laughs> thoughts, my diary. You're, so you're hearing a lot of yourself in this podcast. Yeah. Uh, the first one you sent me is entitled The Alphabet. We The Alphabet Needs a Change? Yes. We have talked about this, I don't know, pretty recently, whether on the pod or off the pod, about which oh, letters. Oh, because I'm just done with the letter C? Yeah, there are letters that are so unnecessary, they only exist to confuse, and it would be great to get rid of them. Um. So we talk a lot about how to fix the alphabet, and so do they. They have a lot of other takes about how certain letters look as well, the style of them that they would (laughs) like to get rid of and change. They talk about trading some of our letters for, like, enyes and umlauts and stuff. Oh. Um, Now that I know this is a short podcast, I probably will start listening to it. Yeah, they had uh, one about how Indiana Jones should be canceled by society because he's so terrible now that is not one of my takes but i did remember always hating him um (laughs) but you know just because he's a a fucking imperialist raider stealing artifacts from local populations they can go in a museum or something and then i guess we're supposed to be excited that he punches out a few nazis who are doing the exact same thing or maybe just into a warehouse to never be seen again yeah exactly right uh but they had one on volleyball that was like indoor volleyball my exact take from my mouth about how (laughs) watching indoor volleyball is not only so much better than beach volleyball it's like the third best sport to watch on tv and they make all the same points about how the women's game is better than the men's game because the men hit so hard the points are over immediately comparing gotta get some gotta get some rallies yeah comparing it to like men's and women's tennis where it's the same problem where the men hit too hard so it's not as fun to watch. The women have more rallies. Uh, and it was weird. Like they were just taking all of my thoughts and putting them into their own podcast. And I am pursuing 
some legal <laughs> legal action avenues here. <laughs> um, but it seems like everyone that comes out is just based on some take that I already have. So uh, I guess I recommend it if you love biters. Yeah. But it's called The Hottest well, Take, and that's... I definitely want to have the same experience that you have, where they say something and I say, stop it, I said that to Matt three weeks ago. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's not fair that they're they're going to get all the credit for my good ideas. And actually, if I go here... If I bet fucking next week is going to be why the Rolling Stones aren't as good as you remember. <laughs> that's right, they're going to say that too. Uh, one of them was about how fantasy football isn't fun at all. Uh, there's one on here that I haven't listened to yet about Nick Saban. We'll see what they have to say about college football legend uh, that Nick might Saban. be too specific for most of our audience yes well they're all going to be pretty specific but luckily they're also pretty short um so anyway i guess podcast recommendation but also what the fuck <laughs> <coughs> uh on the 19th chen wrote at brother date do you watch busted it has some of the same people from running man yes we're in the process of rewatching season one uh the second season should be on Netflix soon. Yeah, it specifically uh, I bounced had, off of it. Did you bounce off of it? I did too. It specifically has Jaysook and Kwang Su, which you'd think. Kwang Su. That's the recipe, right? I mean, they are a very good tag team, but they kind of the they kind of need straight men to play off of. Mm-hmm. Also, okay, the main problem with Busted is that it's half scripted. Right. It's all like a weird make believe community theater play. Yeah, the, about I mean, a murder the, mystery. The couple that I watched were worse than any detective episode of Running Man. Yes. And that's because in Running Man, they are theoretically in the dark. And they kind of show up and the uh, producer has come up with a series of games to torture and humiliate them. <laughs> that's right. And they don't really want to do it, but, you know, they like getting paid. So It is the Running Man's tragic flaw that they can never recognize that their real enemy is the producer. <laughs> that's right. And work together to overcome them. Yep. Busted to me felt too scripted because they are like playing characters, and although I think the actual mysteries they still have to solve, they have they seem to have a lot of the backstory, and even sometimes the dialogue is scripted, and it doesn't land in the same way that uh, Running Man does. But it is on Netflix, and Running Man's not right. So, and probably will never be. There's so much of it. I can't imagine that they would ever bother to put. 500 they'd episodes have to, First of all, they'd have to officially subtitle them. Yeah. Because the subtitling of the of the fan subs is inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, like for the first 300, they always tell you what copyright infringing music is playing. <laughs> yeah, they'll let you know up in the corner that and Sting is playing. And they just stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. It's, by the way, it took me like 10 up. episodes to figure out that was happening. And eventually I looked up and I went, that's oh, Sting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's uh, St. Agnes on the burning train or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Busted uh, busted didn't work for me particularly. Like, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm at episode 407. Yeah. 408, something like that. Maybe when I catch up, I might try it again if I just need a fix. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's got some... I could also just start over as the thing. It's got some able variety people. Like, it's got IOI's uh, Sejong, and she's usually pretty good. And it's got some other people that are recognizable from the Korean variety scene. So it should be good. I just, for some reason, I didn't... I, it didn't do it for me. Um, <clears throat> I keep waiting for you to finish so I can start over. Because yeah. I assume we're going to start over. I think we're probably going to have to. We just have to figure out 
in what way we can do something that makes it more yeah we need a fake reason to start over yeah we can't just start over because we want to watch the episodes there has to be some kind of a super uh artificial thing that we are trying to accomplish i was watching i'm all caught up i was watching part three of their ninth anniversary fan meeting uh episode and i thought to myself if this was the last episode i'd be okay there's enough of it back in the back catalog because what i really want to do is go back and watch the old ones and it's not that the new ones aren't funny they are funny but it's it's different and i miss gary yeah and i kept hoping even though i knew i would have read about it on the internet i knew he wasn't going to show up but there was like a small part of me that kept hoping the next oh it's a fan meet right yeah because the next person better time to come out would be gary and then i'd cry but I, no, I knew it wasn't going to happen. So, uh, no, man, he's purple he's bikini busy promoting purple bikini yeah, girl. But not, I have not seen him no, anywhere. That disappeared, right? <laughs> that uh, I would love to see the current view count on that. Actually, I'm going to check it out. Oh yeah, that's worth checking out. And then try to calculate how many of those were you and me. Uh, oh, I've only watched it. I think three times. Oh, I watched it way more. Um, well. Bing doesn't know what it is. Let me, uh... <laughs> key. I should guess I should put Gary. <laughs> Jesus. Poor Gary. Come on, Gary. Oh, wheels. Uh, YouTube is showing it as 523,000 views. Yeah, I have 527. That's weird that we don't have the same number. But, um, I guess that's better than I, than I feared. But it's not good. Because now it's been out for... A month and a half or whatever. Man, and then that same search is showing me uh, Lonely Night featuring Geiko, and this is Sangjio right there on the thumbnail. Yep, yep, she's in the whole video. It's um, He wasn't playing. He was in love with her. There's, there's, yeah, I think there's, that was real. There's no joke. That was probably real. It's no punchline. Uh, oh, well. Uh, Shannon writes, in a July uh, 2018 episode when talking about something in Deep Space Nine taking forever mm. uh, at Deerham Sandwich added, like Brexit. Oh. And she says, geez, you had no idea how right you were at the time. What are you talking about? I had every idea. I was 100% on and I knew it. Because this, uh, this is one for our, our other UK correspondent, but there was a big <laughs> Supreme Court of the United Kingdom verdict, mm. I think today or yesterday, with the time zones, I'm never sure. Right. Related to uh, Parliament and the Prime Minister, but about Brexit, of course. Sure. Uh, so I'm sure that was exciting for him. He seemed to be kind of a Supreme Court nerd. So Yeah. This was a big uh, establishment of, of some boundaries. Now, when it gets through the Supreme Court, is it going to go to horse court? Uh, I think it's going to go to sheriff court and then horse court, okay, I if I remember the... correctly. I have a diagram somewhere that shows the levels but i always forget i i don't think i ever managed to, i bothered to <laughs> rotate those scans so i don't we'll see he tried though you can try and, uh, to educate us but unless it is like fucking point and click easy it's not gonna happen let's uh let's close out the mailbag with this uh, on the 21st ben wrote in uh late late on the 21st uh at brother date R.I.P. Nog, Aaron Eisenberg, dead. Star Trek's Nog dies. Yeah. Uh, he was, what, 52? 50? 50, I think, yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, Nog will be on the show the whole way, so we'll have plenty of chances to uh, 
Give him yeah, the, but he won't be showing up in Picard. Give him the shout out. <laughs> well, unless he already filmed this shit. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, man. It would be wild if he showed up and it's like a teaser. And then you're like, oh, this is never going to gonna. Be. Yeah, that one's not going to pay off, I think. It's never going to pay off. Yeah, too bad. Um, I guess he was born with lots of health issues. And um, although he uh, he clearly made it pretty far, made it to 50. But uh, I don't think he was ever like totally healthy. Mm. So... R.I.P. Well, that's the mailbag. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in power, Nog. Uh, it is um, uh, so like uh, <clears throat> Deep Space Nine, famously biting Babylon Five. Mm. They deny it. So many of the people from Babylon Five are gone. Oh hell yeah! Most people from Star Trek are still kicking around. Yeah, why is that? That's not fair. Like they already Even had to have the fully. Ha- Fully half of the original cast is still kicking around. They had to fucking get the bad production values and they all die younger? Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah, there's no Garibaldi anymore. There ain't no Jakar. There's no fucking Sinclair. There's no fucking... Uh, Zach Allen's gone too. Zach Allen, right? I'm I'm sure we're missing more, but like... Stims? Stims. That's right. Stims died real young. Stims died? God. It's like, really, it's like most of the crew... <laughs> It's like Box Lightner's kicking around. Claudia Christian's still hanging out. Uh, did Veer go? I don't know. I've never seen him in anything since, so I, I don't know. Uh, Londo might still be around. I haven't seen him yeah, in anything. Yeah, but he's like an English he's like an English professor. He's like out of acting. That's fine. He did what was he ever gonna do that was better than Londo? That was the tops Londo? Nothing. Yeah, nothing Londo's the best. Londo's the best until season five when no one's the best. Yeah. That's the mailbag. All right. Um, we have a we do have a short segment. Uh, let's just play the purple intro. bikini girl. Oh. Now, call me Bobby. She's so cold, she's so cold. Are you back with us? You can put your headphones back in. Next week, maybe. I think I lost him. No, I'm here. Hello to you both. I I apologize for the um, hopefully just in time, but possibly late uh, audio contribution if it is late. Uh, Sincere apologies. Um, But uh, we've had uh, just everything getting in the way. this week we've had a non-ending sequence of problems with our heating so uh, between that and everything else it's been uh, uh, difficult even even just to find a few minutes I think Boy, can you imagine having uh, already discovered you had problems with your heating? I can't imagine that, I don't understand what that means What? I, I usually vacuum out the uh, grate because I only need to use it three months a year and it collects cat hair the rest of the time about December 1st. Yeah, Usually right? that's about when it gets... Yeah, maybe I should turn the furnace on for the year. Yeah, I don't even remember when I make the shift here. I think for a while I just turn off the air conditioner and I don't turn on the heater. I think there's a zone here where I just leave it. Yep. But, uh, I mean, that's like three full months here usually. But, like, yeah, no, we're not... I'm not... I don't even understand needing a heater right now. It's fucking... It's still September. When he recorded this, it might have still technically been summer. <laughs> that's right. Um, but apologies anyway. Uh, I wanted to thank 
uh, for his uh, inclusion this week in Star Trek of Star Trek episode of uh, the accidental reference, confusing the uh, episode of Voyager with uh, the uh, murder shirt. There goes my Alexa. I just heard her. <laughs> Alexa, cancel. <laughs> Wait, did it tell? The, did it just say well, it was going to launch the attack that he time. ordered? What was that? I do. I, I've listened to it three times now. I don't. I don't know what the first word she says is, but then she says it's usually defined as destroyed. I heard destroyed, and, I was like, oh, no. and then I thought I heard missile, and then I went, "Oh shit!" He fucking built a fucking. A super weapon that is apparently uh, works with Amazon enabled. Uh, we're doing war. That's a war games, everybody. We're doing a war <laughs> yeah. games. Uh, uh, anyway, so yeah, thanks very much for that uh, crossover reference. Your podcasts are blurring together, and, and that can only be a good thing uh, because it at least gives you a distraction. Hopefully, it? from the it does not. It is one more thing I have to watch during that. Like, like it's now I have six hours of TV instead of five yep. to watch every two weeks. Plus all and the notes. and It's fun. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, oh man. And I, I think I must've barely, I guess he hasn't, I guess they didn't release one this week. Yeah. So I did get my notes in for the car that kills or whatever in time. Yeah. I saw that. Maybe I'll send my feedback tonight. But I like I was like, oh god, it's Monday afternoon. I already did all the damn Star Treks, but I need to get this murder we murder she wrote done today, yeah. or I'll risk missing it for the pod. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, you're um, uh, you always have the good uh, synopses that we sometimes hear pieces of, and then um, uh, you know, again, you're vice president, probably for life. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so no, not a distraction, unfortunately. Oh, well. The, from what I can guess from Matt's tone, the never-ending horror of more and more Star Trek. Uh, in fact, you talked about, I think there were a couple of hollow deck type uh, episodes <sighs> this week that you uh, talked about, and uh, if we get there, hopefully, uh, this is essentially a murder show hollow deck episode um, coming uh, but I, don't, I think it's quite a few seasons away. Um, it's it's really a VR episode from her show. But uh, having just watched an episode <laughs> in which she is introduced to the concept of arcade games, <laughs> I am very much looking forward to what they do with the idea of VR. I was going to say, I'm sure they have a very good take on uh, virtual reality technology. Lawnmower Man, she wrote. <laughs> The early eight or the mid eighties or whenever this fucking thing. When was this? The mid eighties, but also targeted at old people. Targeted at old people, and uh, didn't nobody really know what VR was anyway. So probably going to be this outstanding. Is a, it is a good question. I keep just guessing nineteen eighty four, but uh, I should look it up when the first season of Murder She Wrote was filmed. Uh, I, oh yeah, nineteen eighty four. I probably just heard Shannon and Barry say that. Yes. Yeah. I always start to, to f- 1996. Oh, they did 12 seasons. That shit ran fucking forever. 264 of the fuckers. Oh, I'm surprised it isn't more because like. Now, I will say that we have already covered 330 Star Trek episodes. I'm so. crushing it, by the way. And by the way, by the way, let me say by the way one more time just so I can make my point. By the way, every two weeks, man, 
just <laughs> I know. coming out. Just I know we took a week off recently, but it had been a while before that. Like, fucking pumping these things out. No, it is. It's just pow, 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 pow. That's right. It's like fucking boom, boom, pow in here. Like you said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something's wrong with my quad toilet, <laughs> it's, by the way. You need some friends, I think is what it is. Well, it's like I've, been, I've rigged up the thing to flush all four of them at once, but there's something wrong with flushing three of them empty all the time. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you and got And I don't. I should rotate, but like I like one more than the others, and it's that's always it's how it is. Thing. But how is the creative process? Are you coming up with lots of good words? I'm just getting like just a quarter of it. Okay, you need yeah, you need some friends in there so you can come up with a real good hit. Like the other day, I was in there and I was like Bing Bob, but that's not no, enough Bing Bob's not to it. go off. Of. You need to come up with something like what you're gonna do with all that ass, all that ass inside them inside jeans. Inside those jeans. That's what you gotta <laughs> like. It, when you got four people working that toilet, the juices. <laughs> All the juice is going to be flowing. <laughs> I do like that you essentially stole the idea from the Lover's Toilet Saturday Night Live commercial from the 80s with Victoria Jackson and Kevin Nealon. And then I would have stolen it if I knew that existed. And then, you, but then you drew a swastika. <laughs> yeah, sort of accidentally. No, no, that's not. That, that, come on, you know the Black Eyed Peas. That's not what they're like. They don't seem that way. Yeah. I mean, for one I mean, thing, the dancing guy they did that song basically for bar mitzvahs, so. <laughs> well, it succeeded. Hey, let's, uh, we got another 45 seconds. Let's see if we can get through this. Let's do it. I guess Tracy really like a holiday, so um, hopefully we can look forward to that together as well. And uh, finally, I hope that Matt enjoyed the uh, t-shirt design. Um, I, th- I thought that that was the best way of me passing five minutes on the train after having listened to Matt's, uh, Matt's love of both Andorians and oil. Uh, I did have something extra to contribute from the previous week's uh, episode. But he forgot it. Uh, <laughs> You're he, just changed, like... he changed his phones and he doesn't have the notes anymore. Well, so let me just cut it off a little early so we can talk about the t-shirt design that he sent in. Sure. Uh, I don't even remember literally like what in the show happened that made that made me th- that made you say that thing about I don't remember Oiled up which show we were talking about <laughs> but he did send us a t-shirt design it must have been that, that s- frankly from the looks of it appears to be available for purchase though he did not send a link uh, uh that has two pretty good mad looking little cartoon andorian faces uh-huh. And then a bottle of Johnson's baby oil. Sure. And then oh, surmounting all the text, getting all oiled up with a couple Andorians. <laughs> yeah, I think that must have been based on that that, that sex holodeck. Or maybe Risa? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I think there was an Andorian on Risa. Okay, then it was, yeah, it was Risa. Yeah. I mean, the ant, that either the Soleil or Antican delegate was there. Maybe one that's of the two. what we thought Riker's ideal vacation was. Oh, yeah. It's probably oiled up with a couple like Andorians or something. Uh, Matthew, do you have thoughts on this t-shirt design? Uh, well, my uh, look, I have a problem, I know, but the first thing I saw when I looked at it was that the baby oil wasn't centered, and it blew my mind. <laughs> it wasn't it's difficult. It wasn't directly between the two Andorians. It was kind of... It's very challenging that it's not centered. It was like one had it and then knew the picture was going to get taken and tried to set it down on the table real fast in front of him. But it's closer <laughs> yeah. to him. So it was bothering me. But otherwise, it's a great idea for a t-shirt. No one will know what it's about. Even we didn't know, but it was. That's right. But it's a good T-shirt. Everybody, listen to the three-hour-long <laughs> episode. If you can one hundred and fifty-three of Brother Date. I don't know, guys. I made and three hours of it. You figure it out. I'm not listening to it. Bullshit. 
I don't at this moment in time, this exact moment, without opening uh, either my podcast app or iTunes, I don't remember what we titled that episode. <laughs> I know it wasn't Wet Seas because that's what you took as your Twitter name. Also, it's so hard to spell in a way that people will understand what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it does not read like Wet Seas <laughs> no. for sure. So I couldn't pick that. Yeah, I don't remember what we called it either. Who knows? Kirk, but, uh, Kirk, yeah, Kirk's Roomba? So, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I think you did call it Kirk's Roomba. <laughs> why did why did they write that in? What poor what purpose did that serve in the episode? Just a really delightful idea about a Vulcan <laughs> who moves at hyperspeed who can do all your chores for you. Like we like this time when they were fucking warped out of there with no follow up at all, we were gonna go, Oh, wasn't the ship kind of broken? <laughs> That's right, the one time ever. Did they did they fix it all? Yeah, well they got they took uh, care of it. They got themselves a I think there's a I think there's a plot hole here. This was this was gonna be the episode. I was gonna give it fucking seventy five out of eighty, but it's uh <laughs> I don't understand how they got away at the end. The ship was broke. <clears throat> yeah. Pretty dumb. Yeah. Um so yeah, somewhere in there we said that thing. He went ahead and designed a shirt for us. Um just like Ben's I mean Ben sent us those gay for Garrick mugs. Those are really good. It's been hot weather, so I haven't been using mine. Marjan but, uh, used the Gay for Garrick mug not that long ago, and it always yeah. delights me when someone else is using it. You know, come come the fall, <clears throat> I'll have that right back out. I think I told you when we had friends visiting last Thanksgiving, somebody used it. <laughs> and it's just like, I love seeing it in somebody's hands, and they have no idea what they're holding, and you're just like, yeah. I'm, uh, I am halfway through designing a wall sign for your house oh. that says, uh, put ice in your pants and think about Garrick. <laughs> like the sign that I have on my wall now? Yes, but yours is just a pen written on legal paper. Yes, but well, I, I had to take so a picture. To line art of Garrick. I had to take a picture right away to show you that I always have it on my wall. Yes. So I had to really hurriedly put it on the wall to take the picture to pretend it's always there. Except that what you wrote is not exactly what you texted me the first Whatever. time. Whatever. I was in a, was in a hurry. Uh, hold on. I'm just going to send you the art in progress. I'm so hot for her. I'm so hot for her. I'm so hot for her. She's so cold. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the burning bush. <laughs> I'm the burning fire. I'm the bleeding volcano. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good Garrick. That's a good Garrick. I know a good yeah. Garrick when I see one. That's a good Garrick. He's all he's got that smile. You have to pick one where he's making a Garrick expression because it turns out if he's not making that face, it, it don't really look like it's him. any Cardi. It's just like yeah. Cardi A. Yeah. Uh, do you like that? Um, as opposed to Cardi B. Uh, I love this Garrick. It's a good Garrick. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get we'll get that made up into a nice wall sign for I can't you. Now wait. Thank you. I'm thank you in advance. Um. Okay. Yeah. We've finished the viewer uh, contribution section nice. of this podcast. We're running long. Yeah, do you do you have something you wanted to cover? I don't think it's uh, crucial. We, we could have talked about <clears throat> the Bad Twice song that just came out. I don't really want to. They come back all we the could, time. We could talk about uh, San Jose State beating Arkansas. Uh. Uh, I did get a fundraising email from them this afternoon they gotta brag on that shit while the fucking iron is hot it is the third email the athletic director has sent me <laughs> about san jose state beating arkansas you heard me beat arkansas right did you hear i don't know if you got my other emails did you get them judah did you get the emails 
I need them to beat a couple of Mountain West teams <laughs> before right. I start getting emails. Yeah. Beating the SEC team is great. That's cool. The, but like... they beat they beat Arkansas. And but frank and frankly, everybody in the Reddit thread about it was very conciliatory. Yes. And they said, Yep, San Jose State outplayed us the whole game. Yep. It wasn't a fluke, the better team won. The rest of the thread was people saying the coach needs to uh, be fired immediately. Yes. What's the buyout? We should pay it. Yep. The very classic situation again that I I always compare to when the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors basketball team was so bad that it was tradition that if you lost to them, you had to have a press conference the next day and resign. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because it was so embarrassing. A lot of comments about how Arkansas is now the fourth best football team in Arkansas mm-hmm. and so on. Yeah. So, uh, beat, um, let's beat some Mountain West teams and then you could start uh, hitting me up and I won't, but maybe I'll buy season tickets that I won't use next year. Was, we'll see. I was going to say they definitely didn't win a Mountain West game last year and I can't guarantee they won one the year before. So. It'd be cool. Well, they've won twice as twice as many games this year as they won last yeah, year. Yeah, but so. none of those are in conference. Like you said, it would be great to get one of those. Yeah, for sure. It'd be great. You could do it the same way. Get a bunch of picks. Yeah. If you hit, hit the quarterback and get five if picks. If throw, that's how you got to do it, do it the same way. If you want to throw five interceptions, do not stop them. Don't lay your body down on the tracks in the way of that pick drain. Anyway, uh, I will say that I was watching Running Man when that happened. Hmm. Again, it was the Doppelgangers episode. Right, right, right. I loved that episode. It was a pretty good episode. And uh, I really, I think my enjoyment about what was happening in the wake of that San Jose State game really made me enjoy that Running Man (laughs) a lot. Because I laughed until my cheeks hurt. (laughs) Dude, they brought on that old basketball guy. (laughs) And then... And he just had to put up with it. Yeah, he didn't know what he signed up for. uh, Yeah, but I think he knew right away that this was not a compliment. That he was being called back here. No. That it was a slam to say that young actor Lee Kwang Soo looked like this old, yep, wispy mustache having balding basketball man. It was a slam who, on him. By the way, in the clips of him from his youth, also kind of a monster even then. Yeah, it was a slam on him, and the fact that Kwang Soo hated it too is a double slam. Yep, and uh, I will just say that that they make the joke about that calling that guy in and replacing Kwang Soo like fifteen times in the next couple. Uh, of I months. imagine. I uh, I just saw, I just saw the return of the idea that he has rotten toenails. <laughs> well, when they brought uh, what's her Gook name? Ju yeah. back on is that is that right? I don't I don't quite remember. It's Gook Ju, and yes, she will just call him out for his rotten toenails, which he insists there's nothing wrong with, but in this one. He did get so frustrated he refused to play the game. <laughs> I always get nervous when they bring a fat person on to Running Man. Well, she- that they're gonna just just run it into the ground. But uh, they actually they're usually pretty nice to her. They don't have to do it because she knows what her game is, and, yes, she, and she will. She plays horrible monster them. the whole time. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I always enjoy when she's on. But she, I. Of the fat lady comedians that come on, my favorite is the other Jay Sook. Oh yeah, she's pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't she? Didn't she famously try to betray? Oh no, she was with the. Was it Lady Tuna who famously tried to betray? Her? It was Lady Tuna who famously <laughs> tried to betray in that great in the great segregated couples game where the ladies went first, where the ladies had ten minutes to do name tag elimination, eliminating their partners. Yep. Yeah, if they were that was very good. It was a well played game. Of course, John and Cook she immediately eliminated. tried to betray. Yeah, yeah, and got John Cook eliminated. It's good stuff. 
Yeah, well, let's watch stuff. Running Man again. Let's watch the old ones. Listen, I'm into it. <laughs> I kind of want to go back and see like what might have happened if uh, Junkie had stayed. I mean, it would have been bad for his career. <laughs> but... yeah, his, yeah, his career really took off after that. He became fucking. But, like, what was he bringing? What was Lizzie bringing to this before she became yeah. apparently a depressing person? This person who lays in bed all day and waits for people to call her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for her. Asks, are we going out drinking when they call at noon? She thought she thought after school was going to keep pumping out the hits. And then I they got not. the Priston treatment and we were locked in the basement forever. So, yeah, she should have stayed on the show. Uh, yeah, twice. Uh, that song's not very good. It's. I don't know if it's better or worse than the last one. They make a lot. They come back 900 times a year. It, I don't understand how those girls haven't all fainted. One of them has been diagnosed with some kind of terrible depression and is often not with the group. Um, is that Mina? That's Mina. So, I mean, I'm not surprised. They work those fucking girls to the fucking bone. Who's the who's the K-pop girl who faints when a firework goes off? Well, that's Joy from Red Velvet. Joy from but Red it's Velvet. also many other. And then has to apologize for it. She has to put out a heartfelt letter to all the fans saying that she's not her best self, but she will try to be for them. And that they should look forward to a better version of her. Maybe one that won't yeah. faint because of PTSD or whatever. Toys are uh, real biters, huh? Yeah, that's JYP this, uh, style. This one that this one that came out uh, last week felt like a an artless ripoff of some Luna songs. Yeah, all they do is bite. Dude. It's got all that high pitched stuff going on at the start, and then you can imagine how fucking disgusted I am when someone comes out and it sounds like something left on Twice's cutting room floor, which happens. <laughs> you just go, really? <laughs> We're doing rejected Twice songs. Twice just bites everybody. Um. Yeah, they they ain't got no they ain't got no skills, man. Again, they haven't had an interesting song since Signal, and that was in 2017. So, well, let's wind this on up. Yeah, uh, it's been a good mailbag. We got to listen to Seven Mary Three again. So that's always a good day for me. That's always fun. Next week, uh, we're back on the clock. Next week is a Star Trek week. What? And uh, you can't just spring this on we, me. Here's what we gotta watch. Oh God, we gotta watch the Empath. Uh huh. Uh, in again, an episode that in my mind takes place in a black box theater. Oh, good, oh, good. Uh, Tin Man. Oh, Danger Gom Two. Danger Gom Two. That one could suck. This is my theory. Might not be a good but episode. But he calls him Billy Boy, and I love it. But there are two Romulan warbirds in it. Yeah, that's pretty good. They send the so one. Good. It's actually really good. They send the one racing so fast its engines fucking blow up to get there first, and then the other one comes along as reinforcements. It's actually really smart. God damn. TNG. Right, is that going to get points? I mean, maybe. Uh, maybe there's some world building. Oh, we, we see a fleet maneuver for the first time ever. It's pretty amazing. Um, DS9, Explorers, Family Time with uh, with Ben Sisko and Jake. So we might do, get a good performance. Solar sailing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Scorpion Part 1, Return of the Borgs. We'll see how bad that is. And uh, Doctor's Orders. Not looking forward <sighs> to that. Don't know what it is. Not looking hey, forward to it. did they finish last last week? I got to start with that, don't I? Uh, they did finish last last week. You do start with Doctor's <laughs> Orders. You get Your order is uh, Doctor's Orders, Scorpion 1, The Empath, Tin Man, and finally Explorers. So at least you get to end on a real calm episode. That's true. It'll be, I'll probably be real sleepy. So hopefully I stay awake. Yeah, that's next week. Uh, everybody, let's, uh, let's stuff the mailbag for next time. That's at Brother Day on the Twitter machine. Again, that's all the news that's fit to twit TM. 
you can send us your audio mails and emails. That's uh, brothersofbrotherdate.com. You can find us on the website, brotherdate.com. It's a good website that uh, you know, it's got. It's like all the other ones. You type in the address and you go there. It's like bing.com. And you could you could find us from bing.com. I'm sure we return as a search result. Bing. You are now just bear in mind you are typing brother date into bing.com. Oh my god, we're we're number one. Damn, son. And our Twitter is number SEO. three. Damn. What hey, what's in the middle? It says set what are we sandwiching? Set the date and time, brother. Cool. Uh, that seems safe. Brother is some kind of technology solution center. Okay. Interesting. Uh, anyway. Oh, is this like if you have a, a multifunction copier yes. and you need to set the time on it? It was beat our Twitter feed. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. I have a brother printer. I don't mind. Oh, all right. Well, there you go then. That actually makes sense. Um, I don't know. Is that everything? Stitcher, I guess. Um, and um, so as you believe, so shall you do. As you believe, so shall you do, so shall you do. Belt joy, everybody. We're all, listen, we're all hurting each other all the time. That's right. And that's just how being alive is. Um, yeah, put that on a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>